Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Ladies and gentlemen, quitting alcohol is a lie. I know you're probably wondering what the hell do I mean by that, but what I mean by this is that the idea of quitting alcohol being difficult is just not true. But that is what we are made to believe. The world that we live in has you believe that stopping drinking is going to be one of the most difficult endeavors that you will ever face. It's going to be the hardest fight of your life. And hell, most people are going to say, why would you even want to stop drinking alcohol in the first place? Why don't you just have one or two? Why don't you moderate? You know, why don't you just stop for a little bit of time and then come back, you know, come back and enjoy the drinking one more time. I'm telling you, This idea that stopping drinking is difficult is a lie, and it's a lie that we get pushed again and again and again. Now, the real challenge is that when we start to buy into this lie, when we start to buy into the idea of it being hard, and then we try to stop drinking it, and then we fail, the lie gets amplified because now we've got evidence. If we try to stop drinking and we end up slipping up, and we buy into the idea that it's difficult, that we buy into the idea that alcohol is a good thing, what do you think is going to happen to the drinker? Oh, well, maybe everybody is right. Maybe it is hard to stop drinking. Eh, what's the point? I won't even bother anymore. Listen, I was stuck in that cycle for many years. I was stuck into the cycle of literally buying into the idea of it being hard to stop drinking, buying into the idea that it's a good thing, buying into the idea that moderation could be possible one day. Then I tried to stop drinking. I'd slip up, and all of the evidence now just gets you know, it gets stronger and stronger in my mind as a drinker. I mean, literally, we're pretty much setting up ourselves to fail from day one. But I'm telling you, it does not need to be that way. And in this video, I'm going to break it down for you. So let's do this. Now, I'll say it again. I've said it a million times on this channel already. I'm going to say it again. If you see alcohol as a good thing, you will find it hard to stop drinking. If you genuinely look at alcohol as something that enhances your life, that helps you, that gives you courage, that gives you confidence, that does a lot of good, that helps you relax, why do you think it's difficult to stop drinking it? Anybody would find it difficult to stop drinking. It doesn't matter if you call yourself an alcoholic or, or you don't. And it's why so many millions of people continue to drink alcohol. And then on the other end of the spectrum, if we see ourselves as the problem, if we think that that's why we can't stop drinking it because we have something wrong with us, because we have a character defect, we've got an addictive personality, maybe we've got some different genetic makeup, maybe we have a disease of alcoholism, then what else do you think is going to happen when you try to stop drinking? Well, the idea of it being hard just gets hammered in one more time because you're finding it difficult because you are the problem. The drug's not the problem. The idea of it being a good thing is not the problem. You're the problem. And it's almost like people create this self-fulfilling prophecy of stopping drinking being a challenge. But the thing is, is that none of it's true. You know, if you've been watching this channel for a while, you'll know that I say that alcohol does nothing for you. It never has, it never can, it never will. And when you really drill that idea into your head, it is like you don't want to drink it anymore. I mean, I look at drinkers all the time and I feel sorry for them. We live in Kosamoy and there's an open bar on the corner of an area that we go to and you can see inside the bar and I always go past that bar and I can see, you know, the. and this is no disrespect to those people because I've been there, but I can see like the red faces. You can see them like sat by the bar, you know, trying to be fancy and I I just kind of cringe inside. I just think, you know, I feel sorry for these people. I just feel genuine pity. I feel like that was me. I know what it's like to be there. I know what it's like to just can't wait to get to the bar. Can't wait to order that drink. Get that first drink down you. Ah, I can finally relax. But I've got no interest in that anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be stuck in that cycle because that cycle lasts for years. And unless you break it, unless you pull yourself out of it, it's going to continue going forever. That's the, that's the matter of fact. Like, if you don't stop drinking, that cycle will just continue. Imagine that all of a sudden, people started drinking bleach. 
right? People just said, you know, we're gonna start putting 5% of bleach into all of our drinks. We're gonna get a nice Diet Coke, we're gonna get a soda water, we're gonna get a tonic, and we're gonna put bits of bleach in it. And when you drink it, yeah, you get a bit loose, you get a bit giddy. What would you do? Would you start looking at those people and start thinking, whoa, now that looks interesting, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Maybe a small percentage of the audience will do, but probably not, right? You're probably gonna look at those people and think that they're delusional. Why the hell are they drinking bleach? And then they start telling you, you know, it helps me relax. It gives me a bit of confidence. And then you're looking at them thinking, but you were confident and relaxed in the first place. Why would you need to add in something to give you confidence when you already had confidence, right? You were perfectly relaxed before you started drinking it. And then what you see is the, the, the bleach drinkers start drinking more and more bleach. And then, and then when they're not drinking bleach, they're a little bit moody. They're a little bit, you know, aggressive. They, they just don't feel right. But then they start drinking the bleach and then they feel okay again. You would look at the bleach drinker and you would see that they're addicted to a drug. But then what they start telling you is, oh, everybody's doing it. You know, do you not see on the TV last night? The celebrities, they're promoting this new bleach drink. It's fantastic. If this happened, right, nobody would drink the bleach because we're not stupid, right? But the thing is with alcohol is we're born into a world that already sees it as a good thing. From the moment that we're born, we're literally fighting a losing battle. If alcohol was invented tomorrow, nobody would drink it. It's that simple because it's a drug that does nothing for anybody and just keeps people stuck. Then, for example, imagine, let's, let's forget about the bleach example. Let's imagine crack cocaine addicts, right? People that smoke crack cocaine. What would you do if a crack cocaine addict had stopped crack? He's two weeks in and then he says, Hey, John, hey, Leon, hey, Terry, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start smoking crack on the weekend. I'm gonna just do one pipe every weekend, and that's it. I'm gonna live my life with one pipe a week. Would you look at that person with confidence? Would you look at that person and encourage them and say, yes, just, you know, just control it, do that, do that. Of course not. You would be alarmed. You'd be thinking, no, what are you doing? It isn't like that with alcohol, though. You go and tell a drinker that I'm gonna start moderating again. You go and tell somebody that when you've had a period of time without drinking, you go back to them and say, you know, I'm gonna start doing it again. They're gonna welcome you back with open arms. And the thing is, is, you know, people around you, like healthcare professionals, doctors, friends, family, they're not gonna look at you with a warning sign. They'll be like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Because that's the world that we live in. You know, if you've had big drinking problems in the past, maybe people will be, you know, a little bit alarmed, a little bit worried. But it isn't like, you know, with another drug. It's not like everybody around you is gonna be thinking, shh. This person's gonna go off the rails. Yet that happens with alcohol so many times. People do start with just having one or two at the weekends again. That's what happened to me. I got drunk one night after not drinking for nine months. Then nine months later, I dismantled absolutely everything. I lost my business. I lost my girlfriend. I sold my car. I moved to London. I lost my job in recruitment because I couldn't handle it. Then I started another personal training business. Had to move back to Oxford, working in a restaurant again. That's because I decided to try and moderate this addictive drug. Guess what? fell flat on my face. And this is the sad thing is that we are really conditioned just to see alcohol as this good thing. It's just pure conditioning. It's through repetition, it's through marketing, it's through the media, it's through this idea being passed to us from the people around us. And listen, it's just not true. Alcohol is not helping you. It can't help you. There's no benefit to consuming a poison. And really the lie is that it's hard to stop drinking. It's really that simple. You just don't put the alcohol to your mouth and you make a decision, right? When you make a decision, it's very different from trying to stop drinking. It's very different from saying, I'm gonna do 14 days without alcohol. I'm gonna do 30 days without alcohol. When you make a decision, you go all in, you commit. It's like diving headfirst into a pool. As soon as you've made that jump, you can't, you can't back out, you're done, right? You're gonna land in that pool whether you like it or not. And that is how strong your decision to not drink has to be. Because then it's a done deal, it's finished. You can move on. You can start doing the things that matter to you. You can start getting your health back on track. You can start taking your career and your business more seriously or you're investing more seriously. You can start taking your relationship more seriously with your, with your friends, with your family, with your kids, with yourself. You can really start doing the things that matter to you. Because 
Listen, I don't know about you guys, but I know that alcohol was stopping me from reaching my potential. I know that when I drank, I was not going, I was not giving it my all. I was not going all in, right? I was not doing the things that I wanted to do. And if I get to 90 years of age and I look back at my life and I say, you know, I just kind of lived that unfulfilled life. Listen, I don't want to be there. And I don't want you to be there. If you're watching these videos, I don't want you to get to that place either. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.